and Women's COVID-19 Survival Guide by Lyric K. Wilkinson. Spiritual Wellness, number two. Sure, it can be challenging right now to give up yourself in the physical sense. However, there are tons of other ways to volunteer your time, offering relief to others. Consider beginning a read out loud story time or perhaps an online cooking class through Facebook Live or Zoom for children in your community. Doing so can give a weary mom a moment to herself or a sheltered senior someone to talk to. Whether it's sewing, cooking, singing, dancing, or an art class, now is a wonderful time to share your gifts and talents with others. You never know the seed you may plant within a child or how you can give a parent a few minutes to prepare lunch or dinner. Another way to volunteer is if you know someone in your neighborhood who may be having difficulty getting to and from the grocery store. Pick up their items for them and or even surprise them with a few extra groceries and leave them at their door. You can call them, hunk your horn, and wave from the car. Your outreach could give someone the mental and physical support they need to be healthy and well. Number three, practice self-forgiveness and meditate. I grouped self-forgiveness and meditate together because I believe in many ways these two actions can go hand in hand. Many of us have been racing through life and haven't had much time to cook a decent meal, let alone sit still enough to breathe. So in this moment, while life as we've known it has come to a screeching halt, take some time to sit still, even if it's only for five minutes, and inhale, exhale deeply. While in this restful state, release negative thoughts and beliefs you may have been you know, caring or having about yourself or even others. A great way to do this is to meditate on what the word of God says about who you are and whose you are. When you do this, you are taking your negative self-perceptions, you're taking them captive, and you're adopting new, positive, life-giving thoughts about yourself. Practice this daily and witness a change in your confidence and in your spiritual wellness. Psychological Wellness Our psychological or mental health cannot go unguarded, especially right now. Taking thoughts captive and countering negative thoughts with positive thoughts is so vital. This isn't to say that we all just sit on white fluffy clouds singing kumbaya, but we do need to guard and protect our thought life. So how do we do that? Well, the good news is, if you've begun with step one, you're already off to a firecracking start. So let's keep the sparklers going. Number one, aromatherapy, sensory engagement. Try this. Close your eyes and think back to a time when you were somewhere pleasant. What did you see? Do you hear the sounds? What do you feel? Ah, that's it. 
and how does it smell? You see, just like that, your senses took you to a moment of pure joy and bliss. While at home, light up your atmosphere with fragrances that will bring you joy. Sure, we've got to disinfect our homes, but allow wonderful fragrance that you enjoy to fill your atmosphere, your bedroom, bathroom, living room, and closets. Allow the aroma to engage your senses in a way that will bring you and your household sentiments of peace and joy. Lemon, lavender, and honeysuckle are just a few of my personal favorite scents. Number two, read a good self-help or leadership book. Now's a great time to get into a good self-help or leadership book. There are many good books to choose from. At the back of this book, I'll share a list of my top five favorites. A good self-help book can change your perspective on how you do routine things in your daily life. Pointers from these books, when applied, can simplify your processes, adding organization and structure to your life and minimizing potentially adverse experiences. My pastor loves to say this. They say that your experiences is the best teacher, but they're wrong. Experience is not the best teacher. Other people's experiences are the best teacher. Why should you go through things that you really don't have to go through if others have already been through those things, have lived through those things, and are willing to share them with you? Number three, join a virtual grow group. A grow group, or a small group as many will call it, is a great way to connect with others. And let's face it, now more than ever, we all need others to connect with. Grow groups are springing up all over the place right now. Find a topic that you really want to discuss or learn about and look for a grow group that focuses on that subject. In efforts to narrow down your quest, I would recommend A, starting your research with your local church or see what grow groups they have online and or B, ask brands in your social media platform. I am certain that either method will get you connected. Woman 31 has a grow group that meets each week. You can learn more about this grow group by joining the Women 31 Community group online via Facebook. Don't allow this time to keep you completely shut in, isolated, or alone. Reach out. If it's a good fit, you may just make new friends for life. So get and stay connected. Even if it's just 30 minutes to one hour a week, do life and share time with people who have your same interests or hobbies. Doing so will do wonders in lifting your spirits and helping you feel like you're not alone. God made us for community, not to do life by ourselves. Emotional wellness. Number one, laugh, cry, flirt. Okay. Maybe not in that order because that would be a little weird, but you get the gist. Express emotions. Why? Because 
They've been given to you for that reason. And it's okay. It's okay to cry when you see or hear or personally experience something that disrupts you or shakes you to your core. It's okay to take a moment and laugh with a friend or at a funny meme on Instagram. And it's okay to flirt at the right time. All kidding aside, now is not the time to bottle up your emotions or avoid acknowledging the feelings that you're feeling. I guarantee that during this pandemic, there are others who are feeling and experiencing the same array of emotions as you. So in the healthiest way that you can muster up, feel the emotions. Now, if the impression is adverse, do not settle there. Phone a friend, or as I mentioned in the previous key point, reach out to someone in your community. If you have children, play with them. Spend time with them. Cooking, doing art, or exploring, hiking outdoors is a great way to keep to keep uh, not only yours, but their emotions well. Try to have at least one thing planned each day that will give everyone time together. Maybe it's watching a movie, putting a puzzle together, or playing a board game. While spending time together, ask them how they are doing and see if there's anything on their mind that they may want to talk about. Keep in mind, their everyday routines were also disrupted, and they may need to express how they feel. If they are having a difficult time with the sudden changes, see if there's a way for them to connect with friends from school through video calls or find them a mentor to connect with. For support, I've added a 1-800-HELPLINE number at the back of this book. Number two, practice forgiveness. I don't know all things, but I do know this one thing is true. Harboring unforgiveness only eats you up from the inside out. So how do we begin to forgive? The first step is recognizing that no one is perfect and that everyone needs forgiveness. Whether hurt has been caused intentionally or expectations were just not met, we all have hurt someone and we all have experienced being hurt. When you've been disappointed, Making an effort to forgive can be very difficult. Understand that forgiving someone doesn't automatically take the pain away, nor does it give someone permission to continue to cause you hurt or disappointment. When you forgive, you're simply releasing yourself from the bondage of that pain. So release the feelings of resentment or revenge toward others who may have hurt you. You then will experience the freedom to no longer be stuck in that past hurt, but freedom to move forward towards a more fulfilled life. If the weight of forgiveness is too much to bear alone, seek out a counselor to help you sort through the different feelings and emotions and remember to be patient with yourself during the process. Number three, affirm, affirm, affirm. Communicating with others is so important during this time. One way to communicate with people is through affirmations. I've learned that affirming yourself and others can be like breathing new life 
into dry bones. Positivity penetrates the heart and a kind word can be just the quick pick-me-up that someone else needs to get through the day. I know that as a woman, we tend to nurture everyone else before checking in on ourselves. But I want you to begin each day by affirming you. Start the day by making sure your love tank is full. Give yourself an affirmation for the day and hold on to it. Encourage yourself. Hello, gorgeous. I am a great woman. I am loving and kind to myself and others. I rock as a wife and or as a mom. I lead others well. I am blessed and highly favored. Affirm your spouse and your children by placing words of encouragement around your home, any and everywhere they can see them. Have fun with this. Use highlighters, bright colored paper, sticky notes, and my personal favorite, sweets, candy bars, and chocolate kisses. For the kids, leave them little notes and say something like, hugs and kisses, chocolate kisses. I love you. You're my little sweetheart using sweet tarts. I know you're working extra hard in school using extra gum. I think you are a star using Starburst. And for your honey, use candies and chocolates with clever notes like, you'll always be my Mr. Good Bar. Someone's gonna score tonight. Or let's take five. I may burst using Starburst if we don't get together soon. And my personal favorite, have I told you recently how sexy you are using Reese's Pieces? Great creative ways can keep things fun and entertaining. Affirm and encourage your family, friends, and even someone who would least expect to hear from you. That's right. Send them a text message or drop a card in the mail expressing how you hope they're doing well and that you're thinking about them. Give someone you know a call or send a loving text message sharing how you can't wait to enjoy their cooking again or how you look forward to your weekly walks and talks. Affirm a healthcare worker, a sales clerk, the garbage man, and others who are still serving your community. Maybe send them and their team lunch, supporting a local restaurant if you can. That would be a two-in-one type of blessing. Or have the children create them a thank you card. These individuals are showing up to work each day, putting their lives on the line. Not only will affirming them bring you great joy, but it is a guaranteed way to give them joy during these challenged times. When someone feels appreciated, it goes a long way. Make affirming others a daily practice, and soon it will be a part of your daily lifestyle. Physical wellness. Number one, get moving. Yes, we're all confined to our homes, but no, we're not confined to our couches. So get moving. There's a ton of ways to work out and still get your heart rate up. 
There are workout DVDs, live fitness classes via the YMCA and other online platforms. And ladies, it never hurts to grab your husband and just saying. So get moving and don't allow this time to go by wasted by not taping, uh, tapping into your physical health and well-being. Remember, it doesn't always have to be vigorous activity. Might I suggest trying out yoga or even Tai Chi. Whatever, however, whenever the mood hits you, commit to achieving physical activity to remain healthy, well, and strong. Working out is not only great for your overall physical health, but the endorphins, the pleasure-filling good hormones of the body, are released while being physically active. And these will work wonders on your overall mood as well. Number two, turn off your phone and other electronics. We are flooded and sometimes bombarded with breaking news, live reports, and expert opinions. At times, this can all be too much to take in. Keep in mind that if this information overload is too much for us to handle, our children may be having a difficult time sorting through it all themselves as well. So, after handling the important emails, joining the conference calls, and watching a little bit of the news to stay connected and current, of course, spend a few hours each day encouraging your household to break away from their screens and reconnect with who and what truly matters. Give yourself and your family a moment to laugh and rest. Encourage the kids to spend quality time with their siblings. Do a family devotional or go outside on a family walk. Play red light, green light, or have some fun blowing bubbles with the kids. Make drawings with sidewalk chalk or teach the kids a popular game of hopscotch. Also, get some me time. Enjoy a nice bubble bath with your favorite playlist or read that long overdue book. Bless yourself with a much needed nap or enjoy trying out a new dessert recipe. Number three, replenish a sense of nurture. In what ways do you need to replenish a sense of nurture? To replenish yourself, focus on the needs of your body. Are you staying well hydrated, particularly with liquids such as water or hot tea? I personally enjoy a lemon or ginger tea with lots of sweet, unfiltered honey. Yum. Or is it the vitamins and minerals that your body may be lacking? Remember, you are what you eat, so be mindful of what you're putting into your body. How about a really good steam facial or heat wrap for your neck and shoulders? Could you use a full body massage from your spouse? Recognize the places that you are tense and place pressure or a warm cloth over those areas. Encourage a nurturing environment by enhancing the warmth of your living space with dim or natural lighting and nice soothing music. Establish a nurturing health and well-being approach that will work best for you and your family. Stay tuned for episode number three.
of the reading of a woman's COVID-19 survival guide. Thanks for listening.